Welcome to The Overcomer's Journey, where we are overcoming the world one faith step at a time as we walk in truth and love. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us and gave His life for us. I am Mayfilia Odette, your host for the next 15 minutes. So let's get started. Hallelujah. All right. Dr. Poole and Dr. Sheila has just been, I say, inundating us with talking about his presence. And Dr. Poole talked about Psalms 27 and 8. Last week he brought up, he says, you have said, seek my face, inquire for, require my presence as your vital need. My heart says, and this is in the amplified version, your face your presence. Lord, will I seek, require for, and require of necessity and on the authority of your word. Life happens to all of us. No one is exempt. We've all faced challenges in our lives at one time or another. Either we're coming out of a challenge or we're going in a challenge or we're going through a challenge. It doesn't matter. We're coming in or we're going out of one. So Jesus told us in John sixteen thirty three that in this world, we would have trouble. But we are to take heart, for he has overcome the world. As Dr. Sheila has taught on in our present Tuesday Bible study, she's teaching um, growing through confrontation. She said that a, a dilemma can present itself. And she was talking about in relationships, but dilemmas present themselves with us all the time through sickness, through heartache, through pain, through loss, or um, our prayer list is full of dilemmas. It, um, it can either be a problem, but it can either be a problem or a passageway. And at that moment, I must make the determination to have an encounter with God or not. The dilemma then becomes my opportunity to grow again. It becomes my opportunity to turn the problem into a pathway. It becomes my opportunity to have a gain in my life um, as I encounter God. And when I have an encounter with God, I can have a dilemma, but there is no problem. (laughs) Hallelujah. It is in his presence that I encounter the great I am. And when I encounter him, no matter the dilemma, because his presence is the believer's greatest need. And as Dr. Poole so eloquently put it on Wednesday night, I've got to practice his presence, for it is in his presence that my problems become minute. For it is in his presence that nothing else matters. You see, his presence sets us apart from the world. His presence becomes our line of demarcation with the world. And because it is in his presence that we have fullness of joy and at his right hand that we have pleasures forevermore, it doesn't matter. No matter where we are, no matter what we encounter, no matter who we encounter, if we are in his presence, no matter the diagnosis or the sentence that is placed upon us, we can discover that he is our greatest need. For Hebrews eleven six puts it this way, without faith, it is impossible to please God, for we must first believe that he is. He is what? What is he? He is whatever we need. So when I seek his face of when I seek the face of the healer, I receive his healing because he says he will. Um, let me see. Getting off for he that cometh to me must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So when I'm seeking him, the healer, what do I get? His healing. 
When I'm seeking um, provision, whenever I'm seeking my sustenance, what do I get? He's my sustainer. It is in seeking his face that he wards my seeking because I'm diligently seeking the face of my vital need. Now, we have to come to the understand that God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. And when God the pool first began to talk about practicing his presence, I began to think about it. You know, the word says God is everywhere. He's everywhere present. There's no place he is that I'm not there. He says, if I go, if I go down to the depths of the hell, he is there. If I send up to the mountains, he's there. He's everywhere. And I begin to think, you know, God, you're everywhere. When I step over here, you're everywhere. When I step over here, you're everywhere. When I ride in my car, you're there. But most importantly, you're there in the midst of everything I face. You're already there. You said you would meet me there. That means that there is no, no beginning or ending to his present because there's no beginning or ending to his present. There's no beginning or ending to his provision or his, or his healing or anything that he has for us. And when I think of his, I think of his present like I think of the air that we breathe. We are so used to breathing air that we don't think about it. We think it's just there. His presence is here. He breathed life into us and we became a living soul. And we forget that his very, F, the very air that we breathe is literally the presence that he breathed, breathed in us from the foundations of the world. And we forget that because we take it for granted. And because we take our air for granted, we also take his presence for granted. But there's a difference between the world and us. That we know that we can enter in. I mean, if he's everywhere present, how do I enter into his presence? I just look to him and say, God, you're here. And I remember and I, I, I rem- tell, myself, tell myself that he's here, that he's here, he's with me. I'm not alone, that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. That even as I'm breathing him in and breathing him out, I'm reminded that I need him. I need him like the very air that I breathe. Ask an asthmatic. How much air do you need? And the asthmatic says, I need the next breath or I can't live. And as Christians, we forget that he's ever present, that we're apart from him. We can do nothing but in him. We can do all things so we can bring glory to him. So how do we forget that we need his presence every day? How do we forget that we need to come into his presence because he's the bread of life? How do we forget that? Because it's so common. It's easy to forget. Because he's here all the time. So we've got to practice his presence. We've got to know that we know that we know that we know that God is with us. Not only that he is in us, but he is in me because we are his temple. And because we are his temple, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Thus, we need to act like he is here, there, everywhere. I don't need to imagine that he's here. I don't have to imagine it. All I got to do is... God, you're there. Thank you for your presence. God is here. He is here everywhere all at once. And we know that he's omnipotent. He's present everywhere. But where can I go from his presence? Really? Where can I go? No. I breathe him in and I breathe him out. He's there. He's in my lungs. He's in my very essence. He is in me because I was created in, in his image and likeness. So... Where can I go? I can't go on. He says, I am with you in Matthew 28, 19 through 20. He says, I am with you even until the end of the world. So he ain't leaving. I don't know. We think we, we say, God, what is happening? I was there when it happened. I was right there with you. Sometimes we forget. But how 
does he accomplish always being with us even until the end of the world? He said that he will send, he will give us another comforter that he may abide with us forever. And that's good news. He says that's in John 14, 15 through 23. And it's down at verse 17. It says, even the spirit of truth, who the world cannot receive because it seeth him, not neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth in you and shall be in you. That's good news, but sometimes, you know, we forget it because God is everywhere present and nothing can separate us from his presence. Then I got to know that I know that I know that God is present to hasten. And so I can rest in him. Numbers 23, 19, one of my favorite verses says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do it or has he spoken and will he not make it good? So one of the things I like to say, God, make it good today. Do your word today. Make it good today. Jeremiah 1, 11 through 12 says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then he said unto me, Thou hast seen well, for I will hasten to perform my word. So God is asking us when we stand in our dilemmas and our perplexities, what do you see? Do you see an almond tree? He says, very well, you see, I will hasten to perform my word. But he's also present to herald through the Holy Ghost. Therefore, the Holy Ghost will reveal him to us. He says he shall teach us in John 14, 26 to 27, that he shall teach us all things and bring all things to our remembrance whatsoever he has said unto us. John 15, 20, oh, 26 through 27, even the spirit of truth which proceeds from the Father, he shall testify of me. The Holy Spirit is there to tell us, to point us back to the Father. But he's also present to heal and make us whole. Though we need to be renewed by him. Luke 5, 16 and 7 says, and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. And it came to pass on a certain day that as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But we don't want to be like the Pharisees when he was there and he was present to heal them and not receive what God has for us. That's why we need to run into his presence. He's also present to help so we can find refuge in him, that we can rely upon him because Hebrews 4, 4, um, beginning in verse 14 through 16 at the end, well, 16, it says, let us therefore come boldly into the throne room of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. His grace is ever present. It also says in Hebrews 3 and 5 and 6 toward the end, it says, for he said, I will never leave you or forsake you so that we can boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear. What can man do to me? I love Psalm 46, but at the beginning it says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Don't we have some trouble sometimes? He's a very present help. But Isaiah 41 tells us to fear not, for I'm with you. I will uphold you with my right hand of rightness. So he wrote our script. We got to get with him every single morning. Because he, not only is he the bread of life, it's the, the uh, prayer says, give us this day our daily bread. We need to daily get before him to get that daily bread like the Israel's got lights, got that manna. We need to get the manna from on high every single day because we need, he, need him. He is our vital need. And he is present to hear so we can request of him. Because the John 16, 
um, John chapter 16, at the end of verse 13, it says, but whatsoever you shall hear, that shall he speak. So we can request of him. John 14, 12 through 14 says, you can ask anything for anything in my name and I will do it. So why not request of the one who is everywhere present? Matthew 7 and 7 through 11, beginning at verse 7, it says, keep on asking and you will receive whatever you ask. For everyone who asks receives, that was verse 8. And at the end of verse 11, it says, so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Where our Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him. Now, 1 John 5 and 14 says, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know that he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. In other words, he is present to heed. So we need to receive from him. Matthew 21 and 22 says, you can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. Therefore, thus I need to have faith in God, as Mark eleven twenty two tells us. And down and um, drop down to 24, it says, I tell you, you can pray anything, and if you believe that you've received it, received it, it is yours. Then I got to forgive the grudge. But it says, but when you are praying, when you are praying, I got to first forgive. It's impossible. I mean, the word tells us, forgive us as we forgive our debtors. I like to pray it on the front end. God, I forgive everybody that's going to offend me today. And let me get it out of the way because I need all your forgiveness I can get today. And then when we do that so that we can feel no guilt, because it says, dear friends, in first John three twenty one, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. Who wants to boldly come into the throne room of grace and obtain his mercy? I do. So I don't need to feel no guilt. I need to have faith in God. And I need to let go of the grudges. Then I know that, then I will know that I know that I know that I know when I pray, the father will grant my request because John 16 and 23 and all that time, you won't need to ask of me of anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the father directly. He will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. The father will be generous. James 1, 5 and 8 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. And then God will get the glory. John 14 and 13 through 14 says, you can ask anything in my name and I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. I will absolutely do it. So apart from Jesus Christ, we declare it. I can do nothing, but in Jesus Christ, I can do all things so I can bring glory to him. Therefore, I see myself as he sees me according to his living word. So when I get into his presence, I find my purpose in his presence and discover that all things are possible in his presence. I gain a new perspective in his presence. I discover peace and pleasure in his presence. And the pursuit begins in his presence. I am fully persuaded. Are you? Amen and amen. Let's stand and pray. Thank you for tuning in to The Overcomer's Journey. I pray that you have been encouraged to overcome the world one faith step at a time. If you have questions, comments, or prayer requests, please send me an email at theovercomersjourney at gmail.com.